Hello and welcome to another episode of the Meet Me in Sacred Space podcast. I am your host, Lori A. Andros. This podcast is a place for you to press pause on the busyness of your day-to-day life. It is a place to discover your voice of inner wisdom, reconnect with your authentic self, and to become the courageous creator of your adventurous, vibrant, and spirit-filled life. In each episode, we will get raw and real exploring what it means to live a soul-led life. We will talk about sacred practices, ceremony, ritual, and dive into in the now, crystal wisdom and insight. Along the way, you will discover practical ways to bring the sacred into your everyday life. So grab a cup of tea, light a candle, get cozy, and let's dive in. Welcome back to the Meet Me in Sacred Space podcast. I am your host, Lori A. Andrus. Today, we are going to speak about two specific topics, the first one being rest, and the next one being inspired action. Both of these topics have been front and center in my world recently probably more than recently, <laughs> but but it seems like they've been especially pronounced over the past couple couple weeks, couple months, um, if actually really since we've stepped into this new year, um, since we stepped into 2023. I feel like since the beginning of the year, there's been this slow, gentle, rolling current um, of gaining momentum and um, really clarifying what is and isn't central or is or isn't most important, what is and isn't in alignment, and finding the, um, the courage to journey within and release what's complete and let things go while coming back into our own centers and really listening within at yet another level, exploring what that means for each of us. So as we sink into today's conversation, I want to share a bit of story with you. And along the way, I want to invite you to reflect on how your soul is perhaps inviting you to maybe look at the idea of rest through a new lens of perspective and how um, and what inspired action you're feeling called to take in your life, what feels like natural next steps, what feels like ways to um, honor your own inner voice of wisdom or your spirit guidance at a new level. All right, so Chris and I have um, a camper that we um, we use every summer. We spend time either road tripping or up in the North Woods, and this has been a part of our life for many, many years. <laughs> we bought our first uh, camper together in 2017 um, when we bought a Tab 320 built by New Camp in Sugar Creek, Ohio. Since we bought that camper, my interest has been very peaked in the in in the company itself. Um, and I've had a really strong desire to go to Sugar Creek, Ohio. But it always felt like one of those places where why would we drive to Sugar Creek, Ohio? We don't know anything about it. We don't like it's not in route to anything in particular. It it kind of seemed a little bit illogical to us. 
other than to be, in my mind, I kind of wrote it off as being a bit nosy, like, oh, I just want to see the factory. I want to be a little nosy about, you know, like, how are these, how are they built? What's the, what's the factory like? You know, I've seen videos, I've seen, you know, footage, I've heard, I've watched I don't know how many YouTube videos um, on the company um, by different uh, YouTubers who camp with those campers. Um, there's like the community around uh, around the campers is just really um, heartfelt and connected and beautiful. And um, there was always, I guess, always a bit of curiosity, but yet not. Uh, I, I didn't really know why we would go there. We have a great uh, dealer here, great service place, um, stuff like that. Well, we had a couple things that needed to be updated on our current camper and um, just some basic, you know, service things. And Chris and I, kinda, we talked about it a lot and we decided that we would just schedule a trip we would utilize um, one of his days off and make the trip to Sugar Creek and just have fun and see what's there for us. Um, see what's there for us was really kind of the the thing. Like, what's what's the bigger call that we're we're being invited to listen to? Well, it's about a ten and a half hour drive from here to there, and uh, we arrived uh, Thursday night, late Thursday night, and we or evening, I guess, and we pulled in. And when we pulled in, immediately I recognized another camper in the lot, and. Um, the thing that was interesting is that they have this, you know, lot set up that's, you know, got all the campers that they're that are there kind of being stored for service. And then there are a couple parking spots in the back that are designated for people who want to overnight because they're traveling a great distance. And they have, you know, all of the amenities that are needed for just a basic, you know, great overnight, along with a fire pit and um some Adirondack chairs and just like a nice cozy little spot out behind. So we pulled in and this this camper, I recognized this camper and I looked at it and I'm like, I know this camper. I could I recognize the decal and I, you know, my mind just started ticking through like, how do I know this camper? <laughs> Probably from the Facebook groups. Well, as I let myself uh, just kind of process through, I realized that um, the person, the individual who owns the camper is someone that I've followed on YouTube, is someone who um, has her own, you know, kind of series of videos and she's a photographer and, you know, does uh, some some videos and stuff like that. And, and I was like, oh, that's really cool. How random. Well, turned out she was actually there. And we ended up spending an evening with her. And the thing that was really fascinating to both Chris and I was that in our minds, we had this idea of having a restful trip that would be quiet and soft and just the two of us with Coda and just kind of that sort of weekend. And right away here it was kicking off um, being social and, and that, that surprised both of us. And we kind of got a little giggle about that, but it was such a delightful evening and just really a joy to connect with um, another person and and someone that I've, you know, kind of had just like a little bit of a following, just a little awareness of on, on um, online from an, her online presence. Um, anyway, her dog, 
and Coda hung out, got to be little buddies. It was so sweet to watch Coda like just light up. And um, the area where the 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 campers were um, was a gated area, so we could just let Coda run. She could just have fun. It was very relaxing. And this is where I think um, that question of what is restful, what is nourishing. Um, my my default storyline is that I need some solitude. I need some solo time. But this experience reminded me that sometimes one of the nourishing things for me actually is to have a meaningful conversation with someone that I don't know, someone who um, shares some of my interests, maybe not all of the same, you know, uh, stories and ideas and um, belief systems, but rather, you know, there has a joy for um, a shared joy in one particular area, which this one was camping and traveling and visiting amazing places. So much of the conversation got to be centered around camp stories and camp experiences and some of the funny things that happen, some of the offbeat things that happen and um, things we learn along the way, insights and wisdom. It got Chris and I really remembering some of our very first camping trips together and the the experiences that really ignited um, a love for camping and passion for it as a couple. Now, that's something that I feel like I have had since my childhood, but that wasn't the same for Chris. And this is something that we have grown into together throughout the nearly 20 years of our marriage, um, learning how and where we meet within that space. And this was an opportunity for us to kind of just reflect on some of the stories and experiences that really brought that. Um, brought camping front and center, brought uh, time in nature in big ways, extended travel into our awareness. The other thing that happened um, was spending time in Sugar Creek was, oh goodness, it is just a beautiful, beautiful place. One of the other things about this area that really inspired me was the blend of um, culture and lifestyle and uh, the way that wove together in really unique ways. I'd always heard about the campers being Amish built, but it's one thing to hear and have an idea and, you know, an image and a story and kind of a narrative in our own mind. But when I went and actually saw and experienced and recognized the beautiful ways um, things blended together there and yet stayed, um, stayed within what's authentic and aligned, was really inspiring. And I think for me, this was kind of one of the second takeaways from this trip. It was that reminder of how we can be in in relationship with others, be in um, collaborative relationships, be in um, family relationships, working relationships, and really have heartfelt and meaningful connection and work side by side and have joyful experiences together and be 100% in truth and in alignment with what our belief systems are, what is right within ourselves, what is our truth, and um, and also being able to allow that with within other people simultaneously. 
And there was something about the experience and the way that I witnessed it on this trip that it felt like it landed even deeper within, it anchored deeper um, in a new way. There, I, I don't know that there's quite <laughs> words yet for for the um, the energy of what was there, but as that lands, as that comes into more clarity, I'll, I'll share more with you um, along the way. The next thing that happened on this trip is that I spotted a post um, by a friend of mine, um, someone who's in a mastermind group with me, um, about a location that she was at, which happened to be where we were heading for Saturday night. Now, Chris and I made this a trip where we just kind of, we drove all the way to um Ohio, and then we were coming back, making multiple stops on the way back, and kind of breaking up the trip and spending an overnight in a couple different places. So our next stop was um, was where my friend was traveling, and I dropped her a note and said, "Hey, we're going to be there tomorrow night," and we decided to connect and hook up and meet in person. And again, it was an online connection that had an opportunity for an in-person connection. And that to me, there's there was something really magical about that. I, I Over the years, I think I've been working in the online world for well over a decade, um, teaching online classes since 2012. Um, to me, this the opportunities to to meet in person um, after you know developing a relationship through the online world is really a beautiful experience. There was something really beautiful about the opportunity to meet in person and sit down together and give each other a hug and have conversation. The the beautiful thing about this trip is that in every way it wasn't a logical trip the organization of it the structure the planning of it none of it on paper made sense but every bit of it was prompted and inspired and in my own saying yes it opened up space for something that was really truly unexpected and this is that piece of taking inspired action Inspired action does not always appear logical. It's not always the next logical right step. It's the next right step. We ha- sometimes have to pull out that logic and linear and you know well thought out plan and open up space to create opportunity to discover what wants to be there. By really just listening to the nudges of take the trip, (laughs) follow this unusual route home, (laughs) Chris and I just had a really nourishing experience, a really restful experience in ways that we didn't anticipate. And it opened up a lot of um, opportunity for the two of us to, again, sink into exploring what what's next in our world as we're developing our land up in upper Michigan. What's next with that? What wants to open up as we are deepening into our relationship and yet another, you know, another layer? What wants to open with that as well? And we had some really 
really beautiful and meaningful conversations. And we're both very at this place of being very excited and inspired and ready to expand into the the summer break. (laughs) So as we've been considering and reconsidering, what is it that Um, feels nourishing for ourselves. And I've been noticing that I'm being um, challenged in my my own ideals of what has always been nourishing for me. I want to invite you to challenge yourself what uh, regarding what is nourishing for you, what is restful for you, what creates a sense of soul rest, rather than um, some of the like, the the the, the storylines that we've had you know culturally around what rest looks like because it's actually a bit different so i took some you know some notes around what um what some of the benefits are of be, having truly nourishing rest and i want to just share those with you because as i sink into them and i let myself just kind of listen a little bit and and receive them within i was like oh yeah 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 <laughs> yes this is this is exactly it so the first one was that creative fires are stoked when we give ourselves permission to to truly rest in nourishing ways our inner world is nourished and that nourishment really activates our inner fire. It it lights it up and creativity is activated. If you, regardless of whether or not you regard yourself as a creative soul, it will be activated. It will be awakened. Your creative fire will be stoked. The next was a sense of feeling vital and alive within. Now, in my mind, I had this idea that we would go and do a bunch of hiking and we'd get on trails and we'd spend some really great nature time on this this journey. And instead, we spent time connecting with people, connecting, connecting. It was, it was a connection, a sort of nourishing experience, a connecting sort of rest. And I know that, you know, all of you are going to have a different idea of what is nourishing, what is restful. And for me, traditionally, connection is not restful. But in this experience, it was incredibly restful. So let yourself kind of, you know, challenge what you've defined as restful and what isn't. And let yourself just kind of, you know, stretch a little bit here and there. Let yourself get curious about what feels feels in the moment rather than um, having kind of just a generalized overall sort of look. Because this was very much an in the moment sort of um, restful experience. And will this always be restful? Probably not. But it was for this weekend. That was nourishing. That was restful. Um, being able to better witness ourselves. Yeah, to see ourselves with um, with fresh with a fresh lens of perspective, with new clarity. This is one of the things that I think is really beautiful and amazing about giving ourselves soul nourishing rest. Ah, being able to kind of almost cleanse the the palette of our lens and see ourselves with fresh eyes. The next is to be able to create and honor our own boundaries. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, really letting ourselves know what is our yes, what is our no, what what boundaries are are there, and are they are they still a match? What boundaries want to be created? How can we honor them? I think this is a really big part of giving ourselves time and space to pause and rest and and really sink in. The last thing that I have on here is around hearing our own inner voice, hearing our hearing guidance from spirit, recognizing messages and messengers, and really allowing ourselves to receive them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on this trip, I had a lot of nature messages come through. Four-leaf clovers showed up in an abundance. I found a, a grove <laughs> or a little, you know, a plant that was just in abundance of four-leaf clovers. Um, there were particular animals that consistently showed up that had meaning for me that showed up unexpectedly. Letting ourselves have space to tune in, to listen, to recognize those messengers when they show up, to receive their messages, and then take inspired action. Yeah, inspired action is going to support us in really getting clear on what our next right steps are and allowing ourselves to receive what is at this moment or at this time, truly soul-nourishing rest. All right, so with that, my sacred friends, if you are feeling like you would love to sink a little bit deeper and join me in exploring your inner worlds, exploring ways to bring sacred practice into your daily life, I would love for you to join me in the Sanctuary Circle. This is a beautiful space for you to um, connect with the new moon, energy, messages, insights, receive um, guidance, some inspired action steps. Um, we do ceremony on every full moon or around every full moon. And there is a vast library with um, spiritual practices, sacred practices, crystal messages, um, reflection rituals, lots and lots of stuff to support you in really listening to your soul and the wisdom that it wants to share with you at this time. You can learn more about that over on my website, lauriaandress.com forward slash sanctuary. I'd love for you to join me. All right. With that, my sacred friend, I wish you an absolutely beautiful day. And as always, shine brightly. (laughs) Bye for now.